listening to the Paul McGuire Report. This is Paul McGuire. On today's program, we're going to take a look at something, something that I've done a lot of research on, something that I've written about for years. But I don't know if I've ever done a show on this topic. I know I've referenced it. The topic is UFOs. Now, I wouldn't be doing the topic UFOs if there were not something of substantial research in the topic. I, I, I'm deciding whether or not I'll give you my personal opinion. I may not do it in this show because there's a whole preamble. There's a whole, whole prequel to the UFO story. We have so many people who have seen UFOs. I have met people, people who teach Bible prophecy, who claim to uh, have seen UFOs, and other people who have seen UFOs, a wide spectrum of people. And almost all of this began on that mysterious year. I mean, you look at your history books, and you see how many things of massive historical significance happened in the years 1977 and 1978. I mean, the world changed like 10 times over. But to to not use the English language properly, you ain't seen nothing yet. Because the original entree into um, the whole UFO, aliens, the Nephilim, the whole, the whole, beginning story is that it has been the plan of the globalist elite, the people who really run this world. It has been their plan before this date, but on this date, the globalist elite announced their plan for the future of mankind, and they did it through the head of uh, American education. I write all about it in my book. The Greatest Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Mankind and a Prophecy of the Future of America, and a Power from on High. I write about it because this this is the man who who went to the Soviet Union in in 1917 and was trained and educated by the so communist Soviet Union in um, how to indoctrinate children, and they simply renamed that educational system. They changed it from indoctrination of young children, Soviet-style, to um, the, the brainwashing of young children. And the guy who was the intellectual head of our modern educational system said, he said that the fastest thing that could happen, the, the, the number one thing that could happen on the world stage to super accelerate the rise of a global government or a one world government he said would would be to discover extraterrestrials on earth to discover a, a ufo that was inhabited to discover uh intelligent life on other planets or or ufo something of that nature now he announced that he said that verbally and it was reported all around the world in 1917, uh, excuse me, 1917, I have it in my book, uh, Power from on High. And I tell what I, what, what I consider to be the most important story. Now, let me preface what I'm saying by saying this. I certainly don't believe for a minute that you can flatly say that it is impossible for uh, UFOs or extraterrestrials or aliens to live. And that anybody who's seen them is either crazy or, or made it up. I don't believe that. I believe that there's nothing in the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, there's nothing in the Bible that uh, tells us that there is no such thing as an alien or an alien civilization. That, that's not in the Bible. And you have to really come to grips with that. Because if you're one of these Christians who's, you know, walking down the road, the yellow brick road, off to see the wizard, the wonderful Wizard of Oz. If you're one of those Christians, and that's probably the biggest denomination in the United States, the wizard crowd, um, if you're off to see that wizard, you um, are, are hoping 
that the extraterrestrials and the ETs and, and people in UFOs, secretly you're hoping that they are going to be your space messiahs that have sailed in from another galaxy or another universe, another planet or whatever, in a very, very high-tech UFO. And their, their goal, according to many people who claim to have had an interaction with them, their goal is to, take, at least some of their goal, is to take over planet Earth. So the guy who started the modern educational system in America stated openly, and this is the guy who came up with the curriculum to indoctrinate our students in the same style of brainwashing indoctrination that the Soviet Union or the former communist Russia educational program was built on. That should not inspire confidence in, in you, but nor should it surprise you, because the globalists have been playing this game ever since uh, I started reaching the uh, researching them many decades ago. And the globalist elite, their goal has always been the same. It's just that starting in like 1917 and then picking it up with hyperspeed around 1947, the goal of the globalist elite or the Luciferian elite has not only changed and been modified, but the goal of the globalist elite is to do what they have said they're going to do uh, ever since the early 1900s, they have stated openly over and over and over and over again that they are going to build a new world order, a one world government, and a one world religion, um, and a one world economic system. The globalists who are on the top of the pyramid, the all seeing eye pyramid on the back of the US dollar, their number one game plan. Is this and this, by the way, I, I really have to convey this to you. This is in their own writing. It is quotes from their own books. The books that I've written and I'm recommending recommending to you are filled with quotes and the names of books written by these globalist elite, where they openly have written down their plans to create a mystery Babylon, a one-world government, a one-world religion, and a one-world economic system. That is their super plan, and it has been their super plan going thousands and thousands of years back into history, with the trial run being mystery Babylon, the world's first one-world government. Now, the brand name or the branding for their new world order was, was not doing well. When people heard the Santa Clausian phrase, you will own absolutely nothing, um, and yet you'll never be happy in your happier in your life. The American people, even though they've tried to dumb them down, are not stupid. The American people are not stupid, and they, even though their kids' brains were siphoned off somewhere, the brains of the American people, they have not had their brains siphoned off through educational indoctrination. They fully remember that those advertising-like phrases, those uh, television spot-like commercials, the whole advertising, marketing, and scientific mind control industries um, use cutting-edge advertising, marketing, propaganda, brainwashing-type sciences to, to brainwash in the minds and hearts of hundreds of millions of Americans and people around the world, that their, their goal is a lie, by the way. It's a flat-out lie. Should it surprise us, surprise us, Satan is the father of lies. So their goal is to create a new world order, which they now call the Global Reset, and it's being sponsored by the WEF, the World Economic Forum. That, that, those are the people that are heading up the global government and isn't it interesting? This is like interesting beyond anything I could imagine. But isn't it interesting that the goal, the number one goal of the occult secret societies and the Luciferian societies and the satanic societies throughout mankind's history has always been to create a counterfeit of the kingdom of heaven on earth, which they were going to call up until recently 
they were going to call the New World Order. So in my books, this is the, the viability of UFOs, aliens, ETs, extraterrestrials. And I am absolutely convinced after decades of study into the entire Nephilim, Rephium phenomena, I'm entirely convinced that the, the uh, prospect of and the viability of uh, there being actual UFOs and actual ETs and actual uh, space brothers and sisters from another planet is not that far-fetched purely on uh, the level of the scope and size of the universe. But it's not that far-fetched when you hear the globalists, like the globalist educator that I mentioned. It's, it's not that obscure when you hear the globalists constantly say in their own writings, their own books, their own game plans, that they are going to artificially construct space rockets that are able to go into outer space, visit other planets, and that there's the high likelihood that we will find life on some of these other planets, like perhaps Mars. And then the other thing is, they have, beginning in the early 1950s, which is just a couple of years after they allegedly discovered UFOs and ETs uh, when they, they captured that alleged UFO that crashed in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947 in the area of UFO research and experimentation, Area 51. And so um, there, there has been an ongoing government secret project, whether it's been officially dismantled or not, I don't know. But at one time, the Army put together a, a secret project known as Operation Bloombeam. And Operation Bloombeam Blue Beam was a science military operation in which, with the help of futuristic technologies, futuristic sciences, uh, satellites, Rockets, lasers, holograms, artificial intelligence, the more than 35,000 additional satellites we've put up there in the last, I don't know, 10 years. And these satellites are capable of linking together electronically. And these countless numbers of satellites uh, could be launched into outer space via rockets and they could be ignited to perform a light show, a light theater with laser beams and holographic images and projections of virtual reality coming from uh, advanced technology. So this advanced technology would be so hypnotic, so futuristic, so realistic that this far-off future technology, American people would be absolutely convinced that indeed Jesus Christ had returned, the Messiah had returned, and um, the American people would be convinced that this is the second coming that they're looking at. And they will be convinced that all of these lifelike, realistic, Bible prophecy-like objects far up in the heavens um, came about through alien <clears throat> and ET technology for the purpose of, of an, uh, a mind control operation that will deliver a, deliver a payload of mass deception where sophisticated technology, science, lasers, AI, virtual reality, the multiverse, and all kinds of sciences and technologies will come together to simulate the Lord Jesus Christ returning at the second coming with the armies of heaven. And also in the book of Revelation, there's a depiction and an account of um, this return of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's, there's a simulated reality of the return of the Lord Jesus Christ coming with the armies of heaven down to the earth to the valley of Megiddo 
to win the Battle of Armageddon during what is known biblically as the Second Coming. So these Luciferians, they know their Bibles relatively well, and they know that the best way to <coughs> deceive Christians, because they know the spiritual temperature of many Christians right now, it's very wobbly. But this Luciferian elite, this globalist elite, they've spent the last 200 years developing the most sophisticated technology in mind control and deception. And so it was nothing for them to map out a Project Bluebeam where using the same technology, they can artificially simulate in 3D, in virtual reality, with lasers, they can artificially simulate a spaceship from another planet landing on Earth, ETs landing on Earth, UFOs landing on Earth, and it would all be vivid and lifelike. Now, I encourage you to get the set of my books and follow the progression of my thought as I've been researching this for many years. And now, every time you turn on the media, there's some article about UFOs. So visit paulmcguire.us, visit paulmcguire.us, Order the books like Power from on High and The Greatest Battle. Order the books now and get up to speed on the already existing technologies uh, that have already been implemented to carry out what could be titled as Operation Bloombeam. This is Paul McGuire. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. Visit paulmcguire.us. Over the last couple of years, the, the numerical number of UFO sightings, UFO discussions, uh, and the military disclosing that they have seen UFOs and ETs, the number of, of those announcements has skyrocketed. So now we have people like the Fox News host, uh, uh, I forgot his name at the moment, but he even he, and he's relatively conservative, is doing the occasional UFO show. And then in front of me, this article ran in all kinds of magazines. And the headline of this article is, U.S. Congress holds first UFO hearings in 50 years, just as Biden administration budget records $27.6 billion for space weapons. Now, this is very significant because this is, this is an announcement, and, and, and this is also a signal to you. It's both an announcement, a news announcement, and it's a hidden signal to you. So let me decipher for you, if you haven't already deciphered it for yourself. You can and I can expect, now that the U.S. Congress is holding its first UFO hearings, in 50 years, just at the same time, the Biden administration budgets record $27.6 billion for space weapons. Okay, so this is telling you that Congress is going to have UFO hearings because they intend to politicize it. One of the people who was smuggled into our country under a secret program with the Nazi uh, rocket scientists like Warner von Braun. Uh, Warner von Braun was one of the top Nazi rocket scientists. He was the head of NASA. Now they're going to use this controversy in UFO hearings. They're going to use it to soften up the public into accepting massive expenditures for space weapons. And uh, they're going to spend a record $27.6 billion for space weapons. Now, I, I did, did a lot of research on Warner Von Brown. It's hard to find out what he really believed versus what he had to believe to keep his job. And I don't care how long you've researched Warner Von Brown. It's hard to find out the truth. But he did talk to his assistant, Dr. Carolyn Rossi, uh, a number of years ago before he died. And he warned that when the U.S. military and when the organizations like NASA and the, and the space program, 
when they start gearing up again and talking all about UFOs and our need to defend ourselves from a rogue satellite with nuclear missiles, that the need to protect ourselves militarily with a revived space and rocket program. So, so we will, what, what Werner von Braun was, was warning us was that we were going to be softened up by all kinds of publicity and marketing, gearing us up to accept massive expenditures in the, the space weapons program. And he said he warned it was going to happen as if he was reading their inside plans. And so just as Werner von Braun, the, the former head of NASA, warned, uh, we have all this uh, PR on ETs and space weapons, and the ground it is being paved for uh, the U.S. government to, to spend currently a record $27.6 billion for space weapons, just as Werner von Braun warned about. Now, um, so on May 17th, the U.S. Congress held its first hearings on Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, UAP, the new official name for unidentified flying objects. UFOs in more than 50 years. Okay, let's pay attention to propaganda, advertising, and marketing. There is a big reason that we don't necessarily yet know right now. There's a big hidden motive and hidden agenda when the Congress decided to rebrand or rename what the Congress now calls Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, UAP, the new official name for UFOs. So UFOs is out, and the new word is UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. So the, the critical thing to understand from a mind control propaganda marketing advertising point of view the government and other institutions have decided that there are some advertising and marketing negatives regarding their brand called UFOs or unidentified flying objects. Because what, what goes along with UFOs is a whole bunch of circus-like atmosphere, nuttiness, craziness, lunacy. In other words, no matter what you think about UFOs, the word UFO and the term unidentified flying objects, which was established in 1947 in Roswell, New Mexico, was the beginning of, of a crazy train. And it's not next, it doesn't have a good image. So, so just they obviously contacted a marketing company and they have chosen a more conservative restrained, and in their minds, I'm sure this is a more scientific-sounding uh, name for UFOs, and that is the new name of Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, or UAPs. And remember, you've seen it probably many times on television. We've seen the U.S. Navy and the U.S. military use very high-tech, high-end uh, uh, laser photographs, photographs, and they just recently claimed to have photographed a UFO and tried to sell it as a UFO to the American people. Now, I don't know if you saw that little teeny square box on a large computer screen that the big experts uh, from the space department or something decided that these objects looked like UFOs. I felt like I had gone back to an arcade and was playing some kind of uh, electric game. I mean, that funky box was so low-tech. That funky box was so, the graphics and the uh, electronic uh, titling and the electronic simulation was just amateur hour all the way. It, it was as, look, I'm just going to tell you what I thought of it, okay? When I saw... Because all the hoopla attracted me. So when I saw their, their supposed little black 
square rectangle that they were claiming was a UFO. I thought this was the most pathetic, the most ridiculous, the most farcial absurdity I'd ever seen in my life. This thing, any kid, any adult that has a cell phone that has built-in editing and, and video production software, even the, the really inexpensive kind of production software in your phone or your computer, can deliver for you a vastly better uh, alleged black rectangle slash UFO photograph that allegedly you know flew a zillion miles an hour right next to all the Navy vessels. I don't believe for a moment it was a UFO, so that's, that's what I think, okay? Why? Because there's no scientific evidence. So, I don't remember the names of the guys, but they did not look like they were at the top of their game, except for one, and he was a big PR. He was in charge of this entire uh, promotion of the rediscovery of UFOs. And all I know was that from his last name, his last name indicated, and, and their biograph- biographical introduction in- indicated that this guy, you know, came from one of these elite, super wealthy families. And I don't remember the name of it. It was either one of the Car- uh, Carnegie's, the Mellons, or something. Some, some astronomical financial name. Now, why would he take a job like that? The only reason he would take a job like that is because it's a hidden gold mine. It's, it's, it's an access to an asset. Okay, so um, these things have been going on, and there's been a lot of hoopla uh, regarding UFOs. Okay, now, Warner Von Braun warned his assistant, and Warner Von Braun was a scientist, by the way, who was initially recruited he was one of the Nazi scientists recruited under Operation Paperclip. Now, I talk a lot about our Operation Paperclip in my books. It's when the U.S. Army recruited somewhere between 150 and 200 Nazi rocket scientists, Nazi genetic scientists, and uh, uh, Nazi mind control scientists. And they were brought to the United States because we were in competition with Russia for for rocket talent. And before his death in 1977, von Braun said, quote, weapons will be based in space, hence the need to create a psychological nexus where people will fear all things alien. Von Braun's spirit was evident in the opening remarks of Andre Carson, the chairman of the House Intelligence Subcommittee on Counterintelligence, Counterterrorism, Counterproliferation, which emphasized that UAPs are a potential national security threat, and they need not be treated that way. Carson added, for too long, the stigma associated with UAPs has gotten in the way of good intelligence analysis. Uh, And then I'm looking at a picture in this article that you may have seen, because it was on so many networks, etc. And it's taken from high-speed you know, jet fighter, and it's taken from the ankle of ships, and it's a it's a close up of a UFO uh, using the latest technology. And um, then this there's this guy Steve Greer who makes a lot of appearances, uh, talking about how he's one of the world's experts in UFOs and that we are planning for an interplanetary war. Now, I'm not here to put down Stephen Greer or whatever, but when I analyze the credibility or reliability of a so-called expert, especially somebody who calls himself the, the world's expert on UFOs, um, I I zero in on the fact that a significant part of, first of all, just from the countenance, but but listening to Dr. Stephen Greer talk about uh, his many years high up in the TM, Transcendental Meditation Organization and Movement, which heavily promotes the altered state of consciousness known as uh, 
TM, Transcendental Meditation. Now, I personally, and I talk all about this in my book, Power from On High, I personally experimented with TM, Transcendental Meditation. I personally experimented with meditation. I experienced many supernatural experiences uh, by opening up those altered states of consciousness. But these were not friendly experiences. Let me just put it that way. So a person is not going to be high on my list for credibility when when he or she spends a significant amount of their time opening themselves up to to not necessarily helpful extraterrestrial type entities okay and for some reason you know if you are talking if you are saying what the military industrial complex or the globalist elite want you to say you're going to get tons of free great publicity you're going to you're going to get the kiss of blessing on your books and open doors and you'll be perceived as an ally well they perceive greer as an ally because the military industrial complex is all about along with hollywood creating the us space force to to prepare for an upcoming interplanetary war so the critical question is the critical question is what could be the deeper purpose of this resurgence of interest in UFOs? Well, a deeper significance would be that uh, they plan to use the the artificial UFOs, the laser beams, the the rocket or space program. They they plan to use it in a top secret operation where they can create virtual reality through lasers, etc., and open up the heavens and create lifelike, science fiction-like, high-technological-like um, virtual realities of things like what used to be called UFOs and all kinds of things. You can now... The average week of watching TV, including Netflix, including Amazon, and all the other entertainment channels, you will see a steady, unrelentless stream of, of shows that reveal technology that, cre- that can create UFOs and ETs, etc. And our military is very much involved in it through a number of secret operations. And I talk about this. In my books, book after book, I build on my research and latest research on uh, UFOs, ETs, things of that nature. So you need to go to paulmcguire.us and get yourself a copy of Prophecy of the Future of America, Volume 1 and 2, The Day the Dollar Died, the, the Greatest Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Mankind in the History of the World, Power from on High. Are You Ready? And other books are available to you at a discount now. You can help support and cause this ministry and our message. You can help spread this message of truth far and wide. You can do that by ordering some books, by by making a donation or a contribution, and by spreading our message far and wide, and by uh, spreading the links and joining our Prophecy newsletters and our Roku channel and our video channel and our TV channel and radio channel and all the media we have. But we need you to spread all this stuff far and wide. This is Paul McGuire. You're listening to the Paul McGuire dot report or Paul McGuire dot US. This is Paul McGuire, one of the uh, top people who has been commenting publicly on the uh, UFO phenomena, and uh, it's John Podesta and his article, The Trilateral Commission Link to UFO Slash Alien Mania. And his comment is that uh, UF mania is sweeping America after the shootdown of some, you know, remember the balloon object over Alaska? 
NORAD says it doesn't rule out aliens. Oh, come on. I mean, you know, really. The aliens, it, it has never been worse. I've been a science fiction fan of science fiction books and movies for decades. That, that has to be the all-time greatest insult. Uh, the greatest insult. Because it's, it's equating, it's trying to suggest that the level of technology that the aliens preside over is really nothing more than than a big yellowish air balloon. So, I mean, come on. People aren't that stupid. I mean, anywhere. A, a, a yellow air balloon or weather balloon or whatever the heck it was, is if that's an attempt at artificially creating a UFO, I mean, like, it's uh, forget about it. And then, according to an article by Patrick Wood in Global Research, and he's the author of Technocracy, he uh, he mentions uh, John Podesta, and uh, so. Um, Podesta's name keeps coming up in, in many of these articles, um, and because he had a relationship with a lot of powerful politicians and presidents, who um, were somehow one way or the other involved in in UFOs. I mean, yeah, you can take it or leave it, man. You can really take it or leave it. I left it. I left it. It's not that I'm not interested in it. I am very interested in it, but I'm interested in it for other reasons. Okay, for other reasons than than potentially obvious reasons. This is the Paul McGuire report on Paul McGuire in the um, article, uh, which uh, refers to. Uh, well, there's a number of articles. Another one is Alien Minds and the Will to Believe from Global Research by Edward Curtin. And Curtin talks about sci-fi movies, and I can relate to that. Probably some of you can relate to that. Like 2001, A Space Odyssey, Childhoods, and Star Trek, Star Wars. Now, uh, so... So here's something in this article uh, called Alien Minds and the Will to Believe. Now, now, I want you to listen to the quote and what's being said and who said it very carefully, because it's subtle and it's easy to miss. But when when you lock in to what former President Jimmy Carter is actually saying, it's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying to think that this guy, his number one hustle for getting by was to fake like he was a born-again Christian. Jimmy Carter was known as the born-again Christian president. But, but Jimmy Carter was just a lot of hoopla. He was hyped up. He was not an officially born-again Christian president. He was a New Age president. So. I'm going to uh, read you something, and I think you'll find it very interesting. Okay, so um, now the the, the critical thing uh, with Jimmy Carter and this author says, I once thought the UFO people were crazy, and there was a concerted effort to confuse people. But I was so much younger then, I'm older than that now. Carter ends his essay by saying, his, Carter ends his essay by saying, I want to believe. I say, Lords, I believe. Help my unbelief. Now, what is being said there? 
with with subtlety. And and by the way, um, the the creator of the te- of the television show X Files was created by another Carter, not Jimmy Carter, but Chris Carter, and uh, who's a, a writer and deals with themes on, like UFOs and stuff. He follows science, so so Carter. The Hollywood producer of X Files also has written openly in his essays regarding UFOs. He has stated, quote, I want to believe. And then Carter says, Lords, I believe, help my unbelief. So there's a slight pun there. What the what Carter, the, the Hollywood producer of X Files, is is innuendoing is that you know, like like you hear all the time of, of agnostics, they want they want to believe. They help me with my unbelief, and it seems very admirable when people say, "Help me with my unbelief," and I want to believe it. It attributes nobility and virtue to them, but then they fool you because many of them are humanists, and they snap around and will say something weird like, "Lords, I believe." help my unbelief. And what that is, is a sarcastic slam against Christians by, by, by beginning your sentence by announcing that we're not praying to a Lord, we're praying to lords. So, so our religion would not be Christian or Judeo-Christian, our religion would be Hinduism, because all meditation comes from Hinduism. It would be Hinduism, Eastern mysticism, and the occult. And so for Chris Carter, the producer of X-Files, to say, I want to believe, I say, lords, plural, many lords, I believe, help my unbelief. Bam! He shatters your delusion. He, he plays at being a Christian, but he's not. This is Paul McGuire. This is Paul McGuire. Okay, so the big picture, as we look down upon the earth, from a biblical perspective, from a biblical worldview, we need to be prepared and proactive for certain highly possible potentialities. One would be as if one of our space agencies or rocket programs all of a sudden mysteriously discovered the reality of life, even if it was microscopic at first, but if they discovered the reality of life on another planet like Mars. It appears that they're spoon-feeding us that belief incrementally. Now, on this one, I want you to fasten your safety belts. Despite all the bravado and the chest-thumping, the Tarzans and the Janes of our media culture have been pounding their chests for decades, uh, uh, ravaging anything to do with the viability of the theory of evolution, which allegedly disproved once and for all, according to Darwin's theory, that evolution is a random. It's like the odds of of evolution occurring are like one in 200 or 400 million. It's completely, evolution is a completely irrational, nonsensical belief system which has absolutely no scientific, technological, biological evidence to support it. None whatsoever. It's finished. Now, the big secret is that every—this is an open secret—anybody with any intelligence already knows that the theory of evolution fell on very hard times decades ago when they couldn't come up with enough logic scientific reason, and most of all, they couldn't come up with enough scientific proof to prove Darwin's theory of evolution. And so nobody could talk about it because scientists, professors, the the entire, all the industries, including the educational industry, uh, that run, uh, essentially run and get their funding by, by promoting politically correct theories like climate change and and uh, the theory of evolution. So, but, but inwardly, they knew the theory of evolution 
there was no scientific evidence to prove that uh, non-matter evolved in, in, into biological living organisms over over thousands of years. There's no evidence to prove that. So the scientific method, when applied to the theory of evolution, actually disproves theory of evolution. So what could they do? Because you see, if you come out right now as a scientist and you put down any aspect of evolution, you're targeted for attack. You lose your funding, your lab's funding, your corporation's funding. You will never get an article published in a respected scientific review or periodical. It just won't happen. But what will happen is that all these people, because they don't want to lose their jobs, they don't want to be disgraced, they don't want to be fired, they're afraid to speak out. That's America's problem right there, by the way. Everybody's afraid to speak out. So we end up living in a nightmare. They're afraid to speak out. However, in a roundabout way, leaking through alternative media, leaking through uh, scientists who, who, who are willing to go against all odds. These renegade but scientists with integrity who are going against all odds are ra- raising their voice in rare unison, and they're saying loudly and scientifically, the theory of evolution, it's impossible for that to be scientifically true. And so they're looking for wiggle room. They're looking for a way out of that conundrum. And the, the hypothetically, the perfect way out from the disproof of evolution by scientific facts is the reality that the truth is emerging from scientists and students and home researchers and laboratories. More and more scientists are rejecting the theory of evolution and and are declaring that it is simply not true. So if an announcement was made, if an announcement was made that they found scientific evidence that proved that planet Earth, once upon a time in the universe, was settled by an ET race or an alien race, you know, 50 million years ago. This alien race seeded planet Earth, and the first humans were part of this hybrid seed. Now, I'm not saying that's the truth at all. I don't believe that it's the truth for a minute. I believe that the biblical viewpoint is the correct viewpoint. But this gives the scientists and the institutions an escape, an escape plan. They get to save face. They get to junk and throw away the theory of evolution, and yet at the same time use evolution as a wrecking ball to to destroy all the faulty, um, all the faulty biology, all the faulty genetics, all the faulty science that it's built on. So the scientific community may well switch sides and jump on rallying behind. the theory of evolution. The, 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 the thing that will tweak it, though, is that they will say that, 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 it's, that it was really ETs and aliens and UFOs that seeded planet Earth going back 50 million years ago. All of this is converging upon us. And if the response of Christians is to freak out, when Christians back in history heard that, you know, Certain planets were not the center of the universe and other scientific truths. Most Christians completely freaked out and revealed that they had no faith to begin with because they couldn't handle uh, an easily handled uh, curveball. The scientific community and the the media institutions and the institutions created by the uh, globalist elite literally tossed the evangelical Bible-believing community a softball when they threw the softball of evolutionary theory into the pile controlled by uh, Christian scientists and pastors and theologians. So the Christians completely failed their test. Instead of easily refuting the partial and absurd, completely non-proven theory of evolution, which is what they should have done, 
the, the Christian so-called scientists and leaders capitulated in total fear and total panic and allowed themselves to be crushed by a completely bogus and faulty theory known as the theory of evolution. Now, in my books, like Power from on High, like The Greatest Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Mankind in the History of the World, like Conquering the Matrix, and other books available at a discount now at paulmcguire.us, you can get more and take a deeper dive in the truth. And when you take a deeper dive in the truth, you come up with more power, more evidence, more knowledge, and knowledge is power. This is Paul McGuire. Visit paulmcguire.us. Lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 